on this very explicit episode of Comedy Rewind. How did Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny fail so badly in comparison to the band's debut album? Did this box office bomb get better over time? What made Jack Black quit writing after this movie script? All of this and more on Comedy Rewind. 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 Push Rewind. I thought this was a comedy show. What's going on guys? Welcome back to 8-Bits Comedy Rewind. We're powered by Audio-Technica as we rewatch the great comedies of the 1990s and 2000s. I'm your host, Johnny Peck, and joining me, we have the Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Melbourne's inner northern suburbs, Brendan White from The Hungry Gamers and Matt from Audio-Technica. Back again, how you doing? I feel very privileged. Um, is this the, the, like two out of three of the most recent Comedy yeah. Rewind episodes will be this fantastic trio of hotness and awesomeness and craziness. I feel this is going to be a wild one. And for we, that, I'm so sorry, everyone. We had to bring it back. We had to bring <laughs> back the squad from uh, Shaun of the Dead because by popular demand, I'll say. Let's just put it that way. Popular demand? Yeah. Or three requests? <laughs> <laughs> really, what's happened is we've actually got a chance to hang out for the first time in I can't remember how long. So this is actually the first ever Comedy Rewind live with more than two people. So there you pretty go. special. Pretty, in the flesh. There's magic in the air. I think this say. is the first time I've done a face-to-face podcast recording since PAX Ooh. of 2019. This is my first ever face-to-face podcast recording because <laughs> we did them all via the magical internet last year yeah. and this year. So. Thanks, Zoom. Thanks, Zoom. We'll take Not a sponsorship. Sponsored. Yeah, we'll take, will you will take it? Yeah. All right. We're looking for it. Are we? Yeah. Sure. sure. Why not? Yeah. Save me that 25 a month. They should, Please Zoom. They should be definitely on that bandwagon. Yeah. They should be amongst the, the podcast influence. Do you think any of your listeners know anyone at Zoom that can uh, sort of do a soft intro? You're the one with all the connections. Okay, oh, we're but... in the flesh now. It's out the window. That's so 2020. Yeah. All right. So that's 21. We're almost 22. We can do this in Matt the flesh now. Stallone, what movie are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about Brendan White's favorite comedy of all time because I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't, the, the joy this man's face just like, ex, just, I don't know, the, the expression when I walked in when I said, let's watch the next 30, last 30 minutes again, his face will, will, will stick with it's It's burned into my brain. We're, of course, watching Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Indeed. We are. We yeah. are talking about Tenacious D in this the Pick was, of Destiny. This was a movie that. Probably even going back to when we were covering 90s, Matt probably was like, Tenacious D, put me down. Let's do that. Yeah. So it's, it's been a long time coming for, for Matt Stallone to fulfill his destiny as the... Uh, the resident the, super fan. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the singer of praises for, for this film, uh, which I, like, let, let's get into like personal experiences. I think everyone was a Tenacious D fan in the mid-2000s. Can confirm. Yep. Pretty much... Impossible to escape the uh, the fame and success of that first album that they came out with. Jack Black was, you know, bursting onto the Hollywood scene, and uh, of course, the movie came two thousand six in, in Australia. It was February two thousand seven, and that's the sound of success right there. <laughs> right there, it's me cracking a karaoke kingu, trying to do yeah. it kind of quietly behind the couch, yeah, but well, it didn't it, help. I hope it picked up that sound because if it didn't then I'll have to edit it out anyway. Mm. What do you mean? Cracking a fresh Audio Technica karaoke kingu. Here's the one. You can just put that in and post (laughs) it if needs to. Um, Anyway, this movie came out and you would think, you know, height of Jack Black's success, it's going to be a big hit. Wasn't a big hit. 
No. Uh, not <laughs> at me, all. Maybe for me. <laughs> and... <laughs> Let me you needed to buy more DVD I copies to, I of have this. Two copies of this, by the way. You, you need to buy more. Yeah, more. I've got the got it here. It was a nineteen to twenty million dollar budget. Uh, Jack Black at that time was usually pocketing twelve million per movie, so he took a big pay cut of eleven million dollars to get paid one million dollars for this. Okay. To okay. get it made, and it made at the box office thirteen point nine million. Ooh. That's generous. Yeah. So, you know. For, for the budget, it was considered a, a bomb. For a Jack Black movie, probably an even bigger bomb. Yeah. And like, as I was saying before, we're meant to be talking about personal memories. I remember watching this probably, yeah, definitely not at the movies. So I contributed to that failure. And thinking, okay, um, not as good as I wanted it to be. Definitely. It wasn't like what I expected from the from how much I loved that first Tenacious D album and Jack Black's movies up to that point. And I don't think I watched it again until last night. I'm of the same ilk as you. Like, um, my memory of the first watch of this is hazy at best. I guess it's it's funny because we're doing a rewatch podcast with beers and I remember watching this pretty intoxicated at the time. So, like... Remembering the finer details and the plot point. Well, Did plot you remember point anything? Would imply there's a plot. Not really. No, yeah. I remember this, there was a Sasquatch and that was kind of it. So yeah. I almost went into it last night with completely fresh eyes. <laughs> and, you know, we'll talk more about that shortly. But yeah, my, my early memories, I was in, what was that, 2007? So 06, mm. I was like 20. Yeah. And yeah, group of boys at home. I think we got it on DVD from like Civic Video or whatever. <laughs> Watched it at home with some beers. And some snacks. And I'm and guessing it was everything. a good time maybe, but I don't remember anything until tonight. Or till today and last night. Yeah. And in dire contrast, Matt, your experience with this film? Yeah, well, I think it was a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo <laughs> where there lived a humble family, religious through and through. But yay, there was a black sheep and he knew just what to do. His name was young Maddie Stallone and he refused to step in line. A vision, he did see it. Fucking rocking all the time. He wrote a tasty jam and all the planets did align. Yeah, I had a pretty good time uh, <laughs> watching Tenacious D about like a hundred times when it came out. Yeah. Um, and I have like, wait, literally? Oh, I, I honestly, like, I don't rewatch movies. If anyone knows what it's like, I'm, I'm a pain to get to watch a movie I've already watched before. You're a one and done type of guy. I'm a one guy. and done type of guy. Uh, I, you know, talk to my partner Renee how they have all these movies throughout their childhood that they rewatched over and over again because it was like their safe space. Mm. My friend, this <laughs> was, was your safe space. in the pick of destiny. Wow. I have never watched a movie more in my entire life than this movie. I have not watched this movie in I think ten years because I've been scared to rewatch this. But even though I haven't watched this movie in 10 years, I knew every line yeah. just about. We can vouch for that yeah. from, the, from the 30 minutes that we rewatched together yeah. as trio today. And, and I think when we just thought about doing this as a podcast, I sung the entire of Kickapoo, entirety yes. of Kickapoo to you guys. Yeah, you sent it to us in Facebook message yeah. audio bites. So it was God, very it was impressive. Good. And I did a fantastic vocal performance. You did. Um, but yeah, this movie, I would have. I don't even know. When, when did it come out? What was 2007. It? 2007. So yeah, I was like peak high school. I was like... 
playing drums. I was into heavy. I was just getting into heavy metal. Like little Maddie Stallone was like shaping into the the beautiful dirtbag he's now become. So is this a gateway? <laughs> this is a ga- This is an absolute gateway to me into okay. like heavy metal, into stupid mm. comedy. Really into I guess Jack Black as well because this this come out before After School of Rock. After, After yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'd watch School of Rock when it came out, and I was like sort of young in high school when that movie came out. So that was very um topical for me at the time growing up and then this came out and i was like yeah like 14 or something and i was playing drums and listening to heavy metals jamming with my mates and this movie came out and like my dad like watched it or knew about it and he knew it was he's like this is this movie looks garbage my son is going to love this <laughs> and he brought it home and i i kid you not, i can't get over the amount of times i watched it i used to invite friends over I'd be like hey dude you want to come over and watch pick a destiny like dude we've done that three times i'm like yeah it's about 50 times not enough wow. so that's yeah. that's a weird hill to die dude, on it's so movie. weird it's so weird <laughs> it's so weird it's pathetic but like it's all from like a real wholesome place of just like loving the journey the music like the songs like i could just see this like i, I can sing all the songs off by heart like tenacious uh, jack black just being like just that kind of jack black unfiltered uncensored mm. just being nuts um and i think like yeah I, and i remember like i watched foo fighters live like not long like maybe a couple years maybe like five years after this movie came out they came out with tenacious d and i saw tenacious d live for the first time and it was just like the best the best thing in the world. Like mm. I couldn't like, this is just a gateway movie. This is, I don't know. It's just ticks so many boxes for me. And gateway I think, to what? Gateway to yeah, just being <laughs> the best Maddie I am now. Yeah. <laughs> the best Maddie he could be. But yeah, like, and, and like, that's the, the fond memories from watching that movie. And then I think like, you know, um, my partner, Nay, I think we we're driving one day, driving, driving home. I can't remember when we were driving and we just sung, acapella all of the entire record together so it was like the the moment i looked at now i was just like i'm just i'm just head over heels in love with you because (laughs) you sucked today she's here to pick a destiny with me she's the one yeah Yeah. the one for sure she is your pick yeah yeah, absolutely (laughs) no no you're my pick of destiny so so were you a big tenacious d fan leading into i was like a little bit of it i think like because of how old i was it was probably a little bit off the top of my dome and just more accessing the show like it wasn't super accessible show especially in australia like Mm. i wasn't really staying up late watching that sort of stuff so like i think it would have been on like cartoon network or something around then late at night i think is when it was showing when you know around that time so i never really watched too much tension steep i obviously knew who jack black was i'd watched a couple of jack black films before that but yeah this movie for me was like yeah sort of my introduction to tenacious d mm. like you know fully like immerse myself in that yeah um but yeah just in terms of yeah, the, the music, like, uh, I don't know, like, I just, I know every song in this thing. I know every band poster. I know the whole, I almost like, not that like uh, I, I lived a, a Jack Black-esque kind of thing as a kid, but like I was into heavy metal and no one in my family was into rock and roll and heavy metal when I was a kid. So you so can relate to JB. I can relate to little Jables, although my father was much more supportive than Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was definitely like the one in the family who was into rock and roll and heavy metal and no one really, my uncle a little bit, but like I didn't really connect with anyone who was like that into that much into the music so yeah that's um that's certainly my personal experience certainly a lot more fun watching this with matt yeah i actually (laughs) enjoyed myself for that rewatch of that 30 minute sort of final act today like last night it was was tough sledding yeah to to say the least but then today it was great i don't even remember remember this coming out at my local cinema i don't think it hit the cinema i I feel like it was such a bomb in the u.s that 
when it came out here three months later, the you know the cinemas maybe outside of Melbourne and Sydney mm. and Brisbane maybe they were just like oh, we'll, we'll skip this one. Yeah. I think that may have been what happened. It makes sense. I don't remember seeing a broadcast at like Hoyt's Cinema no. in Canberra or anything like that. I don't that. think so. I remember my dad ordered it from Amazon in America because it came oh, out damn. in America before it came out in Australian DVD. And my dad, wow. my dad owns a couple thousand DVDs. So not surprised <laughs> that he owns several copies of Tenacious D, but he would just import them from America all the time when we were growing up because me and my dad just watched movies. It's all we did. We just watched movies mm. together. So yeah, when I remember he imported. So I was like one of the first, uh, I watched it really early. That's so why I was like, guys, come over, come over. Like yeah. my three friends that kind of liked some heavy metal songs. Like, <laughs> dude, you got to watch this with me. It's going to be sick. And Did like, they like it? Was it like a, a friendship? No one liked it nearly as much as me. I'll tell you what. I don't know if anyone in the world no, liked I don't it think as much so. as me. Did, did you lose any friendships from like Probably, force feeding them this I was, movie? I was talking to Nay last night about it. I'm like, yeah, you should ask all my mates over to come watch it. And Nay's like, yeah, who? I'm like, yeah, nah, they're not mates anymore. <laughs> like, I think I burned their bridges. This is the catalyst. I think maybe the sixth viewing really just yeah. <laughs> It was just too far. It was two mm. viewings too many. Yeah. What, did, what did your dad think of the film? My dad, you know, I think like, I don't even know if my dad fully loved, like fully watched the whole thing because like there's a lot of bong smoking and, and a lot of dick jokes throughout the whole film. So many um, dick jokes. So it's, it, is, it, is a bit, it, it is a bit absurd um, that it's a, like there's a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and whilst um, I was pretty much allowed full reign of films growing up, my dad was honestly tried to censor out what he could but I don't think he ever watched I don't think my dad could get through it all to get to like the, the bong bits so I think like yeah but yeah it, it definitely I was very well behaved it was as if um, uh, pick a destiny uh, immediately just 14 year old Maddie was I'm gonna go buy our bag of weed and start like yeah. pick up the guitar yeah. gonna be a rock star <clears throat> 20 28 year old Maddie yeah, is a different story but you know little baby Maddie um, <laughs> was, was well behaved I wasn't just turned into like a total a, a dirt bag from yeah. watching this film. It was a slow burn to get to mm. where I am today. But um, uh, as I said, like the influence, I think the influence of this film um, is quite apparent on me as a... Yeah, as a, I, I can see that. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I think you've driven, we'll risen to, far above. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that too, Kyle. but we'll, we'll get to yeah, that more we'll get, later. This yeah. is a specific thing that me and Brendan talked about last night. Um, let's, you know, recap. Brendan and myself... Originally found this quite forgettable. Maddie watched it a million times. With that in mind, where do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score sits? Oh, like twenty-seven. This? Yeah, that's generous. I reckon. I reckon if we we'd be lucky to get to forty. Mm. I reckon forty. I reckon thirty-two. My guess for this before I looked it up was yeah, like, like, like four, eighteen. It was like 42, 45. It's actually fifty-two. Oy! No way. Yeah, it's not quite. Fresh, no way. But it's better than I expected. It's ripe. It tells you that Jack Black had a bit of bit of sway at that point. Yeah, yeah. a bit of sway, bit of influence um, and, on the, and, mm, the media. And maybe people appreciated the um, fact that this may have been a bit of a. It's almost like they made it to be a cult hit, like with the some of the smart casting that they had, as far as like those cameos from comedy like I'm not going to say comedy legends at that point but yeah, there was people that were like, there was two there was two no if you, if, if you were like, in the know as a critic back then you'd be like okay Amy Poehler Fred Armisen like they're these Saturday Night Live cast members and then you've got like obviously Jack Black and Kyle Gass and Ben Stiller Ben Stiller's behind it so there may have been people 
or critics, as we're talking about, appreciating that it's not for everyone, and it's it's kind of. Do you think ha- having it, someone yeah. as prestigious as Tim Robbins from The Shawshank Redemption yeah. <laughs> that score up a little bit? You yeah. know, he or, doesn't select bad movies. No, but he he does a fantastic job, and he's, oh, he's hilarious. Brilliant. He's very he's convincing. Just, fully committed to the to the Euro rocker. Yeah, searching yeah. for this pick. Uh, yeah, we I, um, there's we, a lot of commitment. We also noticed that the director of this film was one. Uh, Liam Lynch. Yes, the, who, the the guy that sung the United States of Whatever track directed this movie. Oh, okay, there you yes. go. He's a he's also a puppeteer. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. You've got to be good at something. Yeah. yeah the story the, of this movie is quite interesting. Like, <laughs> they, in like 2000, started coming up with ideas to make this movie before, almost before like Jack Black and Tenacious D were famous. So it, the idea and the script was kicking around for a while, but... Um, they landed on on this, and um, God, yeah, I've got some of the critics' um, <laughs> comments here, which can't wait to hear. Wrong I'm very excited yeah. to hear yeah. these. So there's oh. a, I've, I've got four. I usually no, only no, do no, one or no, two. Have you got a good comment? Um, like because I do you have. A, it was, I, what did you say it was fifty two? Fifty two. I have a fresh, uh, a fresh, like a positive one, and even the positive ones have like. A bit, bit of, of a, a backhanded dig, compliment so. in there. Maybe because they're not written by a 14-year-old Maddie Stallone because yeah. it was glowing. This, this may be the positive one. It's <laughs> on your MySpace page. Hell yeah. I would have coded that song into my MySpace, MySpace? Yep. MySpace page for sure. Which yeah. song? Oh, it would have been Kickapoo. Mm, okay. Is that the best song in the movie? So here's a comment from a publication called The Tai E. If you put your brain in park, it's all vaguely amusing in a silly fashion, much like a Ramones song. Three chords of dumb fun that blows away like so much dry ice smoke. It, it is very backhanded, yeah. that uh, positive review there. Yeah, you really justified <laughs> disrespecting the Ramones like that. That was unnecessary. This guy really tried to Let's just make honest. a complicated review yeah. over a very simple film. This guy it's... wants to be sedated. Yeah, this say. guy. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Brendan. He's good. Right, here's, here's another positive one. Empire Magazine. For fans, a crowd surf over Tenacious D's best bits. For the unbaptized, a novelty movie of a novelty band. Big on spirit, but in search of a script. Yeah, That's a pretty good review. <laughs> I think that's fair. That's, oh, there you go. It felt like... Like that part about in search of a script is very apt. Like it felt like they were just going in and filming these scenes, and they were like, "This is the gist. Interact with each other, say some things," and that that's just how the yeah. movie plays out, set piece after set piece. Yeah, it is just like do this for three to five minutes, and then we'll film the next scene. Yeah, but like you just do your thing. Yeah, Jack Black <laughs> say ki and yeah. then a dick joke, and then on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's yeah. done a really good job of that. Even yeah. the concept of like the pick. Of destiny doesn't come in till like what forty minutes? Or yeah, 45? halfway through yeah. the movie. Yeah, which you kind of expect that to be the inciting incident more than like it's 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 got this kind of swerve where Kyle turns out to be a poser and you know yeah. loses the wig yeah. and the dynamic shift goes from him training JB to JB kind of being in charge. Yeah, and. That's really when the movie kind of starts. Yeah, it's about yeah. like half an hour. Like the first act is is anyway. We were sort of digressing, but yeah, the first act is like just sort of establishing everything. It kind of feels like the first act is an episode of Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the movie kind of starts. 
We've got some more comments. We're not done. All right. Strap I, I reckon they're going to be incredibly they're positive. More, they're getting more negative. Positive. Tenacious. <laughs> this is from Cinerina. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny is diverting and fun and a great treat for fans, but it's as forgettable as Chinese dinner at the nursing home. Don't you disrespect Chinese dinner. <laughs> Chinese yeah. is never forgettable. Like, yeah, nothing but wrong with succulent Chinese We're meal. talking about a Chinese dinner that's been served up at a nursing home. Not- oh, so is it a play on a bit of amnesia and dementia and things like that? See, <sighs> that's getting a bit too... <laughs> too harsh. Too harsh. I was more thinking the that they were just bulk making this massive meal and dishing it out to everyone fried rice is always a good time <laughs> yeah, but um that. anyway yeah. metaphors, metaphors, <laughs> metaphors aside the forgettable thing resonates with me because thinking back to this film after not watching it for probably 12 years mm-hmm. um there was only like three sequences that i remembered and i'll go into those when we get to most iconic scene but that's not a singing, ringing endorsement for a comedy. And it's probably one of the reasons that I put off rewatching it until now. And I don't even know if it was on my list of rewatch movies until Stallone here said, <laughs> put me down for it. He was it. very, very put, determined. Put me down and also put all of you guys down because I <laughs> need put, someone. Put me down. Also add it to the list. Yeah. Also, <laughs> please. Can, can, can I say... I enjoyed watching this more than Super Troopers. Yeah, I'll well, say that's, that. That's, I'll say that. I, I agree it's with that. It's a low bar to step over. But like, <laughs> I enjoyed you're this more than Super Troopers. You're saying it's not the worst movie that we've rewatched. No, no. <laughs> but it also has some similarities to that, which I'll get to later. There's one more review I want to read. This is from a publication called... Sh- should be incredibly positive, this one, <laughs> judging by <laughs> the last one. I this think is it's from Extalone only- X at MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> This is the greatest film of all time. Uh, No, this is from a publication called Time Out. Clearly intended to be viewed through a haze of marijuana smoke, it'd be against the law for us to recommend this film. (laughs) I like the the conciseness of it. Yeah, I wanted to mention that because Brendan basically said last night, like... You'd need to be yeah, on like, some substances like to think if, this is anything more than just a bit of bit of fun. Yeah, like I think if we rewatched this together and, and, and got on the devil's lettuce, it would have been a hell of a time. But because we watched it full of fried chicken, mm. semi fatigued on the couch with a bit of a beer with skin some as lagers, well. Yes. It was just it was uncomfortable because I felt uncomfortable. But then today when you came in, the ray of sunshine over here, Maddie Stallone, and he's singing every verse and mm. You know, leading us into things that were going to play out in the movie in that final 35 minutes. It was we, a good were, time. we were high on Stallone and that made it pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a drug. Yeah. 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 It brings the ruckus. I don't know. I'm here to party. Right into your veins, yeah. people. If you want to watch this movie, um, you can rent me and it would make the movie probably yeah. 20% more enjoyable. Mm. I don't think it's worth the cost. But I um, wouldn't recommend shelving him though because he's pretty bony. Yeah. Might be a bit uncomfortable. That's all right. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. If with enough lubes, anything's possible. It's fine. Um, yeah, I can. Uh, not that uh, I would <clears throat> partake in anything uh, like that, but I, oh, if I've you heard. Were to. If I were to, and I've heard from a friend, it's equally as enjoyable uh, either way. If you already really like the movie, <laughs> it's actually slightly more enjoyable. Believe it yeah, or not, it would have been a hell of a time. Yeah, allegedly. I think um, if you were to, how many of the times that you watched this would you have? Been? Well, uh, maybe just one. But let's just say. 28-year-old dirtbag Stallone had just as good of a time watching this as 14-year-old uh, to-be dirtbag uh, Matty sure. Stallone. So, uh, yeah, it's a good time uh, all round if you're Matty Stallone. 
Okay. Well, that brings us to uh, guessing again, another guessing game. The number one song on the ARIA charts when this hit in February. Kickapoo by Black. Kickapoo. It's going to be I that. think it's a film that's come, uh, sorry, a song that's come up in other segments uh, of this podcast. 2007. Before. I'll give you some that's, hints. Yeah, I hints think I gave some nice. hints. I think I gave some hints last time. Um, think of a band that is much derided. Black Eyed Peas. Where's the love? Is that are they much derided? I I think so. I hate them. <laughs> No, I got respect for Black Eyed Peas. Oh, no, I reckon rock, rock band. I reckon. Oh, um, is it Jet? No, no, Are no. you going to be my girl? No, no, it, uh, no, no. It, 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 Maroon Five. No, <sighs> more rocky than them. The Killers. No, the Killers. Are, uh, are Green Day. No, come on, like. Well, like current Green Day. Like, think more like in the. <laughs> just think more in the line of like a Nickelback. Like everybody hates this oh, band. Nickelback, but it's not Nickelback. Uh, Hooberstank. <laughs> nope. I'm trying to think of other universally hated rock bands that were big in 2000 and so it's 20 odd. Wolfmother? No, Wolfmother are cool. Oh. Could have been. He didn't immediately dismiss that when you said Wolfmother. No, it's not Wolfmother. Oh, yeah. um, Can we get another clue? Um, what's the. If, if, if um, Pearl Jam was a Pokemon and Creed was like the the evolution, what's the next evolution after Creed? Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge? <laughs> Which is a great band, by the way. I love yeah, Alter Bridge. No, no, no. It's Hinder, Lips of an Angel. Oh, <laughs> Hinder. Yeah, no, fuck Hinder. <laughs> fuck Hinder. <laughs> Sorry, 2.32, John. Oh, no. yeah. And that's that song. <laughs> 2552, yeah. That song... Is trash. That guy's singing about it, lips of an angel. He's got a missus in the room next door in the lyrics, and he's yeah. thinking about this other woman with the lips of an angel. Yeah, no, no, nothing. Screw you, yeah, Hinder. that guy sucks. Am I right about that metaphor of, of Pearl yeah, Jam? I think that's pretty yeah, good. I, I just don't think like it's an evolutionary. It's Pearl Jam, and that's it's like a de-evolution. Yeah, it's like a de-evolution. Yeah, but I mean like Creed. Creed are one of the greatest yeah. bands of all time. Come I on. unironically on, Creed. love Creed. Scott Stapp, fellas, I could, and he's in porno with Kid Rock. Giddy oh, up, dude. Scott Stapp's the man. He loves. They, they do have a couple of good bangers. I'll give them that. I mean, they've got they've got a riff. Higher and arms wide open. Two Ooh, great arms tracks. Wide open. One last breath. One last breath. One last breath. I love jamming that on the guitar. But Alter Bridge is the evolved yeah. final form of Creed for sure. Oh, yeah, you got Tremonti shredding Ma- the deluxe. Miles Kennedy is one of the know, best yeah. vocalists in the universe. Yeah, but I, I did love Alter Bridge around that time in 2007. Yeah. That was a good time. If anyone has a, out there has a problem with Creed. Message us on uh, yeah. on the socials. Yeah, dude, we're def- I'm John defending Creed the yeah. whole time. This Creed, Creed, Creed have two things: Jesus Christ and riffs. All right, that's and all I mean. with hey. Kid Rock. They've got it. They've got it. They that's bring it. <laughs> it's like the it. opposite of um, Tenacious D. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh what the dude? They've got, got riffs. No, no, no. Look, and comedy. Tenacious D has the devil, and because it's acoustic guitar, it's not really riffs. Oh, it's chords. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. They they've had a bust out. The devil does. I know. Fair enough. Anyway. That's all right. Uh, at Jono himself, let me know what you think of Creed, and mm. I'll defend them. Do you love you love Creed, don't you, Jono? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I will, sick. I'm glad I, you love I res- Creed. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say I love. Mm. I love That's it. That's what I hear. It's, I, on, I it's, underst- it's on. It's on record. I understand why people don't like them. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's enough redeeming things about. There's enough. Tremonti. Tremonti's the man. Tremonti. And it's, like, it's mostly Tremonti. Tremo- I, I, I yeah. like respect Dude, him. They've got riffs. They're heavy. Yeah. They're, that's all good. I'm all about it. And Scott Stapp, mm. he's, he's seen some shit, the old Scott Stapp. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's done his best. He's seen Kid Rock's dick. Dude, who hasn't? <laughs> I, I, I can't I, say I have because I, I watched the porno. Yeah, so yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't. I, I'll, 
proudly we'll, we'll say fix that. that. I'll uh, proudly it's... say that I haven't. We'll fix on that. On this it's... big ultra wide yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Will it even fit on that thing? I could zoom out. I just see it. I discovered Creed through like the WWE, like those tribute videos, yeah, like my yeah, sacrifice. Peak. Yeah. And that was like I didn't know about Pearl Jam yet. So a lot of people are like, oh, they're just like a rip off of Pearl. Oh, which, Edge. You know. Didn't Edge have an Alter Bridge song? Yeah, he did. Um, Eventually. On day, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I don't know the words. It's called but... like songs called like not Fungus Among Us. That's a <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, there was a yeah, yeah. It's got a name like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, glad we remembered it. Yeah. Let's get back on track. Wait, 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 sorry. <laughs> we are so far <laughs> off greatest, the reservation no, right stop. <laughs> greatest, like, uh, like mid-2000s wrestler intro that's a heavy metal song. Like, who's the best? We got, there was a... Rob Van Dam in ECW because he used Pantera Walk. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's the best. But Jeez, then he I didn't even to, know that. Then he went to WWE and he used, a, like, a, a carbon copy generic. Yeah. Didn't um, CM Punk do Kill Switch Engage? No, he did Cult of Personality. Yeah. That was, so he... That he he didn't, started, started with, Kill with Kill Switch, Switch and then he, went to Cult's personality. personality. You had Edge with Alter Bridge, Bridge, and then of course you had the game with bit of bit of Lemmy. With, but also the like mid two thousand SmackDown intro that used the Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson Ooh. as the SmackDown basis track because that song slaps. Yeah, that was the perfect intro. Yeah. Anyway, you can. I was hating us right now, listeners. You can continue the guitar riff while I read the next question. Uh, <laughs> the next question is uh, what have you done for me lately we'll keep this one short Jack Black has um, I don't know if it's like a COVID break he's just streaming he hasn't days, actually re- yeah he hasn't released a movie since Jumanji the next level yeah. which was 2019 i got to say I love both those Jumanji movies mm, I had zero expectations I haven't watched the second one loved the first one really they're, really good they're good yeah now he's just streaming and Jack and Black's doing stuff Instagram with, um, and doing voice acting yeah. Clap Trap in the Borderlands movie and upcoming then the Mario movies, you know, yeah, play, as playing Bowser. Bowser. So he's found a niche with video games. Yeah. But Jack Black's Instagram, like all the Marvel stuff he did over lockdown, yeah. my God. So good. Well, I would just put a smile on my face every time he just did the it. The Thor one. The Thor one, the Spider-Man one, the Captain America one, the Hulk one. They're all fantastic. They're all awesome. He's a God. I did yeah. get my hair cut in the late 90s, early 2000s to resemble the Jack Black hair. My long what swooshy was, hair was, was on the I just of Jack Black like hair. Of, of which film were you <clears> basing it on? Well, like you look at the hair he had in like Tenacious D and stuff like that where and, and then Pick a Destiny where he's got the sort of past ear length, semi swooshy mm. long hair. That yeah, was I love the, the idea that Brendan rocking. saw this chubby, <laughs> long haired guy that's uh, five foot eight or whatever. And he's like, I want to look like him. He was personable. He was funny. He was charming. He landed Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, did you, have, hope for me? Did yeah. you have the little flavour saver? I did, but I had the chin go. I'll show you my uh, U12 photo. It's in one of these oh, cupboards I after can't this. Wait. You can check it out. Yes, I, 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 well, I mean, I think I looked like Jack Black up until I like grew a bit of facial hair because I pretty much looked like little Jables from um, the movie <laughs> growing up. That little I was kid. quite a little rotund Stallone. Um, and then I basically just acted and looked like Jack Black um, from then until present. Um, but now yeah. look at you, you. What are you fine fit? You're looking healthy. You do have like the like Jack Black's had some chops here and there. Yeah, so I look you, like maybe still, like late nineties Jack Black. We'll, homage to earlier Jack. We'll get Black. to we'll get to the chops. Okay, right. we'll save that. Sorry, right. sorry, listeners. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> There's a time and place. Um, uh, the 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 other star of this film is obviously Kyle Gass. 
He's really he's done. He's much. a Cage. bad actor, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's also been not in a few an actor. Movies. Right. He's been in yeah. a few yeah, movies. He was in something kind unrelated of... to Jack yeah, Black yeah, he as has. well. He was yeah. an elf. He was an elf. Obviously, he what was in other in Bad Teacher as a teacher. Okay, as well, and he's he's uh, not a good yeah. actor. Yeah. No, he's not. Anyway, um, he doesn't really do stuff without Jack Black anymore. I can see why. He's in a band called Trainwreck. He was wearing their T-shirt in the movie. Oh yeah, and the other guy in Trainwreck is the other actor in this movie that's in more than one scene and it's J.R. Reed who's done two movies in his life he doesn't even have his own IMDB photo what's the, what's the <laughs> second movie he's done outside of Pick a Destiny uh, it was something Human Centipede 3 or something I can't remember it it's was too, bad, not too though. much credit right? nothing that I will remember but um, that's the Super Troopers that, maybe that's it for <laughs> For what have you done for me lately? That's all we're going to look at. So, Kyle hasn't done anything for years. Hey, he's released a couple of records. He's They've been touring, all right? Oh, he yeah. has done some stuff he, outside okay. of the uh, film scale. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he has a podcast with um, the guy in Clerks 2. The, the Don't let Hobbit, anyone do a podcast. The Hobbit guy. Oh, <laughs> the really? Hobbit guy. He's still around yeah. doing things. Whatever his name is. Wandering to rule him. Yeah, that guy. He, big onion. He'd... Oh, not not the guy that works there, the, the customer. Oh, yep, sorry. That comes in, the sorry. Hobbit guy. Yeah, so he and Kyle have a podcast. Good God. on them. And, That'd and, be a hoot to listen to. And Trainwreck is, is still going. Their last album was 2018. That's what their podcast is going to be called too, Trainwreck. This <laughs> movie's a bit of a Trainwreck. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> this what? podcast is not though. This is a this great podcast. This is a great time right. for us anyway. Sorry, everyone. What is the most 2000s moment of Tenacious Ding and the Peak of Destiny? Brendan. I'm going to just cop out and say Tenacious D are the most 2000s <laughs> moment because it was peak love for me because this movie is clearly set in the 90s. There's yeah. nothing 2000s about this movie. The cars, the technology, the fashion. Mm-hmm. It's all 90s for me. There's no 2000s, so it's got to be Tenacious D because that was when the world was Jack Black mad. That self-titled album came out, what, two years earlier? Three years earlier. Yeah, two years earlier. And that album obviously... Global hit number one in multiple countries. I blast that album front to back for months on end. So I'm just going to cop out and say Tenacious D are the most 2000s moment for me because that's what mm. I associate them with. You're right. Like it's totally <clears throat> set in the 90s. There's like old TVs, old tape recorders. They're looking at the TV guy. Fictitious video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like. And it's also ambiguous as to how old these characters are meant to be because he's like a child at the beginning. He's like, I'm going to LA. 15 years later, he makes it to Los Angeles. (laughs) Big trip. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, who's probably like almost 40, is still getting like help from his mum. Yeah. Yeah, I love you, pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah. Help from his mum and trying to pick up the college girls. Yeah, exactly. So the most 2000s thing I had was the lasers scene. I feel like that was a trope oh, of the yeah. 2000s. Resident, as a, Resident Evil <laughs> did it like... Resident Evil, Entrapment. Entrapment. Yeah. Um, it's like, we've got to get lasers. past the lasers. Like, probably... Austin, oh, and no, Austin Powers is the late 90s. Probably, probably like um, one of the Oceans movies, I'm guessing. Like, any any movie with a heist in the 2000s, you had yeah. to get past all Italian the lasers. Italian job, probably. That and was do two, some kind of... Oh, yeah, because... Did the um, Oceans movies have that Asian gymnast guy going yeah, for lasers yeah. at some point yeah so it's like you got to have someone do like the gymnastics like athletic kind of flexibility thing and having jack black do it is just like comedy comedy gold I'll, I'll give comedy him gold yeah comedy gold, comedy gold. There, are, there are moments in this movie yeah let's be honest they try hey, they try maybe comedy gold plated just dusted yeah <laughs> leafed gold leaf gold leaf 
Stallone, what did you have for most 2000s? Oh, I think I, I totally agree with everyone just saying the whole idea of this thing even being things so 2000s. It was just like heaps peak. I think like, yeah, the techno, like I think because it was sort of set, it sort of just spans, mm. um, I guess, decades, decades essentially. Um, yeah, I guess the whole concept of this actually being something that would be filmed in the first place and greenlit is the most two thousands thing about this movie. Yeah. So well, hard to disagree with that. We were talking about that, like in the opening credits, like the fact that um, Red Hour Productions came up, and I was like, "Oh, that's I know that's um, Ben Stiller's company." And then New Line, New Line Cinema. Cinema, and Brendan was impressed that they got behind it. So it's hard to imagine it getting made now. It yeah. is. <laughs> that's how much. Juice the D had back then. Uh, no, like, uh, and I know that's and, a question later. Yeah. You know, could it be made now? But like, if they were like, if Pick of Destiny didn't exist until now and it got made, I could still see it getting made now because for thirteen million, that's still not a huge amount of money mm-hmm. to have your Ben Stiller and your Jack Black and some of these other cameos. You know, that's that's enough weight to probably get that movie made now. Sure, sure. maybe. All right. Most iconic scene. Start us off, Maddie. What what is it for you? Because it must be hard to pick one. Oh no, it's, it's not hard. Okay. Because it's my favorite scene in the movie, and I will be unashamed to say that I haven't watched this movie in a very long time, and I actually cried watching this movie last yeah, night. You said that to us when I you cried. came in. I I actually Which cried. Part made you cry with Ronnie James Dio. This was the last thing that Dio... I think it's... I'm 90% sure it's the last thing that Dio ever recorded was the scene in this movie throughout the song Kickapoo um, at the start of the film. Where, I hear you, brave young Jables. You are hungry for the rock. It's just like... A, a, an incredible vocal performance by Dio. He is like battling cancer. He's in his 60s. He's old. He looks like a little, he looks like a little gremlin, you know? And and for me, like, it's the last thing that Dio ever did. And like, I've also seen the behind, if you ever watched the behind the scenes footage of Jack Black recording Dio, his, his lines to this thing, he does it in one take. He just blows everyone out of the water. Just like whips it out of nowhere. One take records this thing and everyone just goes like, Everyone watching Dio just take do this take. Everyone's just like, just just can't believe that this guy in his sixties going through what he's going through, touring, lived the life he lived. He's looked after himself. Just like crushes this vocal performance, mm. and like for me, it was like you know, like just I don't know. I, I I worship Ronnie James Dio. He is just like one of the the greatest souls to ever grace you know, any rock or heavy metal record of all time. And like, just like, yeah, this was the last thing he did. And I like legitimately cried watching this because I'm just, I just, I love Dio. And Mm. the fact that this exists and it's captured for me is just like incredible. So that's the entire Kickapoo scene for me. It just like, that's how the movie starts. It's like, my favorite song from the whole movie. You get a meatloaf camp, meatloaf. You get Dio. You get Jack Black. It's hilarious. Fat little kid. Yeah, fat little kid. I don't know. It's just like this. It's wholesome. It's fun. It's just epic. But yeah, like just the Kickapoo is my favorite. But like Dio, the last thing he did, it's captured. It's recorded. You know, it's a time capture. Yeah, it's just like this big thing. And like I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I I just had a massive sook because. I love Dio. I listen to Dio sing songs like nearly every day. I the Dio, a Dio song will be played whether it was like a Sabbath song or a Rainbow song or a Dio song. 
I'm obsessed with the man and it's my favorite scene. And that's, that's it. That's nice. Yeah. It, it's I understand that. Like, that's the thing. Like, yes, this movie makes me laugh and, and like thing, but like as like an actual sentimental thing for me. Yeah. Dio, man. So it sort of transcends the movie, really. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the movie. It's the last thing Dio ever did. And, like, for me, that's, like, incredible. And the fact Mm. that it was this stupid comedy (laughs) musical, Mm. then it's just, it makes it, you know, whatever. It's great that it exists. They they wanted him in it and he crushed it. So there you go. Very good. What about you, Brendan? Most iconic. It's tough. Because, <laughs> like, I don't you have said a, that you, you said you remembered that the, Sasquatch, the Sasquatch was in like, it. Sasquatch, like, so. just because, like, the movie is dumb and funny and absurd the entire way through. But when, when Jack Black does go on a little random mushroom foraging expedition <laughs> to, to quench his hunger and then, yeah, starts tripping balls and sees the Sasquatch and they have an experience and then when he's riding down these joyful rapids with the Sasquatch in his his drug-laden state and then it does the the, the cross to reality yeah. and he's free-falling <laughs> down these rapids just getting beaten around. So, so that scene probably... Stands out amongst the few. <laughs> yeah. The For few, me. The few. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking my most iconic. So for me, I'm going to, what did I actually remember? Like what, what held a place? What you remember in, in inside out, how it's like the core memories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was a core memory of this movie for me? And it was the, the things that I remembered were Sasquatch, obviously the boardwalk scene when, JB and Kyle yeah. first meet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that song that he plays where he's, you know, doing the classical music. And can't you see he's the man? Let me hear you applaud. He is more than a man. He's a shiny golden, golden god. god. Yeah, mm. the golden god scene. Uh, <laughs> that that stuck in my memory and I, that held up. Like I, That was after Kickapoo, we, like, as, as much as it has some kind of emotional resonance for you, I think... Brendan and I were kind of like, yeah. this is this is a bit rough, like the way the movie's starting out. <laughs> I, I was too busy judging, like Meatloaf aggressively ripping down all the posters, not Dude, one of them he... tearing. They all stayed solid. Yeah, because no one wants to rip one down. of them. Dude, he rips a Black Sabbath one off, whips a Queen. Oh, when he, I remember watching it last night and he's like, not the Sabbath poster, no! <laughs> yeah. There was even like a Bat Out of Hell poster. That yeah. Oh, <laughs> very meta, very meta. Dude, yeah. oh, I listened about it. Yeah, oh, but going from me. like that into... The the boardwalk scene i was like okay here's the tenacious, tenacious d this is tenacious d yeah. It's, yeah. it's the two of them together kyle kind of resisting jb's like charisma to begin with yeah i like that scene uh and obviously the kind of the climax of the film the rock off yeah with, with the, the devil. devil um hard to forget that the abrupt rock off though <laughs> yeah it's just like it's happening right it's a now verse each yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me a full track from both y'all did you would you really want a full track from both yes. of them Brent? oh yeah. <laughs> i wanted more all right so yeah they were the things i had for most iconic but then like honorable mentions too like often on these segments i mentioned musical moments and there's a lot through this movie but the uh the performance in uh, Kyle's apartment where it's like the audition and, he, oh, and, the man's there. <laughs> and he's like pressing the play button on the <laughs> table recorder and the beers are flying down and clocking him in the head that was quite good um, and his fantasy of if we get the pick and the performance we're going to have at this 
bar. Oh, yeah. And that's when you see, like, Amy Adams in the yeah. crowd and, like, Kyle's playing the guitar that's got, like, the, the two yeah, legs. Yeah, the, the Mario, yeah. Uh, and, well, uh, Mab, he's, like, this old, like, he used to play for a bunch of, like, speed metal bands and mm. he always had, like, the double-headed guitars yes. and he would play them. Mario, Angelo, Battelli, I can't remember if it's Mab. Anyway, yeah, it's, like, it's all based on this guy that has yeah, these ridiculous, yeah. like, double-headed guitars and stuff like that. And, like, he explodes the guy's head with yeah. his voice yeah. and Whoa. that was quite a... And the birthmark scene is great. Yeah. When they're like, oh, yeah. when they're naming the band Tanakh, <laughs> it's just like I wanted to get Tanakh tattooed on my butt for far too long. I so, hope you do one day. I can't. Well, get... I'm covered. My booty's done. Just get it somewhere else. I'll get a little Tanakh birthmark. Yeah, get... I'll only get Tanakh if someone gets Yeasha's D with well, me. So I can't. I can't I think, ride fly solo. I think here. Renee's got to like bring. Renee's got a bit of table. skin, but I don't know if I if could Nay ask for that. If Renee doesn't, yeah. I'll, it's on the it's cards. It's on record. I'll come with you. Dude, you I've got so shit. much dumb crap. What's another piece of dumb crap it's on a, me? a piece of dumb crap with your boy. It's a sentimental here. bit yeah. of dumb yeah. crap. Yeah. I gotta, now i got to ask, what's on your bum now? I've got a, I've got a, a far too much tattoo on my bum. I'll show you later if you're yeah, lucky. Okay. It's, it's not crap. It's really good. Yeah. It's it's part of like a, a really big consecutive like Japanese it's connected to yeah. the, It's connected to your back. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's one. It's, it's a story. It's, 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 it's a, there's a lot going okay. on. Yeah. Too much for this podcast. Absolutely. To cover. Yeah. yeah. We need another hour. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Have we, has everyone had their say? I think so. I mean, I could say more if you want me to. Do you want me to say <laughs> no, more? That's fine. All right. If what, you what holds up the best, Brendan? God. <laughs> Yeah, I think like as as Maddie steps off mic and does a air guitar solo, the the joy that you get from dumb tenacious D songs, like the random little ad libbing, but also then yeah the soundtrack that gets imposed over the certain scenes. I think the music holds up the best because the rest of the movie is a bit of a tough watch. Yeah, so there, the there were still some songs that you, I'm pretty sure you were like. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. boy. It was, it was, it was <laughs> more, but like, full, full disclosure, full disclosure. Yeah. The thing with some of the music, the mix was off. It felt like the yeah. guitars sometimes overpowered the vocals too much, so I couldn't hear the vocal stand out as much as I wanted to. Yeah, even when Meatloaf was singing, I was like, I kind of need subtitles. Oh, I'm not I following. Just, I just know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> so that final mix was everything. just off. Um, and you know we're on a podcast. We know how to balance levels. It's like allegedly Lee, Liam Lynch apparently was just too busy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we got to balance this. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that, that was him in the director's chair. But yeah, the, the music I'd say. So I'll I'll take the uh, the assist there from Stallone on the air guitar shred to yeah. uh, emphasize that one. I think the cameos hold up pretty well. Like there's a lot of people that went on. Like they were probably big enough names to get into the film, but now they've gone on to be much bigger. Colin Hanks, Amy Poehler. Amy uh, Adams. Amy Adams. Like when I picked her, you were like, no, nah, it wasn't. No, we rewound it back. Yeah, you did. I did not. I said, I don't know. You doubted so it was me. Yeah, see, that's, that sounds <laughs> like doubt, listeners. That's a doubt. Okay, that is, that's in the doubt column. Hey, and I didn't say, is that Amy Adams? I'm like, that's Amy Adams. And you're like, I don't know. Just <laughs> Brendan just one, John zero. Revisionist history. Uh, who are you going to believe? But um, yeah, Fred Armisen and obviously Tim Roberts we mentioned, and Ben, ben, and Stiller. ben Stiller. So the the cameos certainly and, and John C. Yeah, Riley yeah, as yeah. the Sasquatch. Yeah, we had to Google that one because it's, he's uncredited. Yeah, but he's also in You're the credits as like the Sasquatch ex- expert Re- researcher. That's Sasquatch right. researcher yeah. as an official in. title. So good. Yeah, and Dave Grohl too. We That's can't true. As Dave Grohl. Um, so the, yeah, I thought the cameos held up pretty well, especially those ones. 
like Amy Poehler and Amy Adams, yeah. the two Amys, that both went on to be much bigger than they were. Like, like Amy Adams is is the biggest star out of this whole movie. Probably like right now, yeah. Like, and she doesn't have any lines. She's just she's, she's just, basically a background extra. Yeah, her, her, <laughs> her title in the movie is like gorgeous drunk girl or something. She's just like a woo girl in the concert, like yeah. in the the dream sequence the dream, concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and now she's yeah Hollywood heavyweight. Yep, in every in taking up every good role for pretty much the whole 2010s. Mm. And Scarlett Johansson, she does that too. Yeah, the but I wouldn't them, complain. Either. The two of them have it covered. Yeah, <laughs> you need your whitewashing. Call Scarlett. You need a wholesome redhead. Call Amy. Oh gosh, uh, Maddie, what holds up the best for you? Is it the song? He's, he's so gonna from, go everything from minute uh, zero 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 to like one three seven. I think everything in between there, yeah, everything in between there is pretty much golden. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the songs. I know every, I know every word to every song still. That's how much I listen to it, and I had the best time hearing them last night. And I don't give a shit because I, <laughs> <laughs> I had the best time. Yeah. So the music for me is awesome. It's just like it's just great. And then just like I don't know that yeah, just even like. Yeah, Master Exploder when they're in the outfits. It's just everything. Every song. I don't know. I love it. So. I love that Jack Black's outfit changes throughout that, throughout <laughs> that whole sequence as yeah. well. It's phenomenal. Whoa. <laughs> I did not mean. Yeah. You did not mean. <laughs> to blow your mind. To blow your mind. So good. But that shit happens to me all the time. It's fine. It's great. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's just every song. <laughs> I do. I did enjoy when um, Kyle's at the frat party yeah. and he's performing and he's only doing the backup vocals. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but the, 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 the whole like, dude, I totally miss that song. I knew yeah. it was coming, mm. and it was. I don't know the music. Uh, it's a musical. Like I, I quite enjoy musicals. I got no. I, I quite enjoy a good musical, and regards to the genre. But like this is essentially a musical. Yeah, really, is. there it, is like it is more as than much I music. Yeah. yeah, there's there is as much music as everything else. I would classify it as as a. Musical. I think there's probably music eighty percent of the time of this yeah. movie. Yeah, a lot of the, and a lot of the eighty uh, percent. No, I think no, whether it be an actual track or Jack oh. Black singing lines, I yeah, think maybe. it'd be pretty high. I think like any time there's a movie where like they're describing what's going on with a, just a, a crappy musical. song, it's a musical, and there is yeah. a lot of that. So in many. So. I, think def- I think the definition of musical is when the music progresses the story. Yeah, I'm going As to a- do the mission. Yeah. <laughs> like, See, there's like- progression. It definitely does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so in light of that, what holds up the worst, Matt? Be, be Everything critical. other than the music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, cock push-ups and like just like oogling at, but at like every anyone that is remotely fate like they just love it. Like I don't know, like I think, but I, I don't think that holds up well. But also they make fun of the fact of Carl Carl's character just being like. Fat and bold. I, fat and bold. Mm. Just, I think I'm a rock star and I can land any woman. They sort of like poke fun out of, of that. Mm. So it's not as if they're just like holding him like in like a pedestal as he is the greatest and you can, no, they make fun of him and they rip yeah. him to shreds and he learns that lesson at the frat party as well. So I guess like all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I think like what holds up not well, what, what holds up the worst is just if you don't love this movie for the songs that you just, anything else is just sort of like, 
stuck together with like clay yeah. glue. You know, it's there's not a lot going on other than the songs, and there's not a lot going on if you don't. This movie doesn't hold a piece in your heart, as I found out uh, <laughs> by everyone else who watches this movie other than me. It's a it's a tough thing because there's some there's some nuggets in there, but I just feel like they could have really hit a home run with the combination of Tenacious D and these other people that are involved. Like <clears throat> the script is what we've already talked about as being kind of weak. Jack Black hasn't written a movie since this and he like vowed, okay. he vowed like, I'm never going to write another movie because it was... Because he peaked. Cause it, no, you can't improve on perfection. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I totally understand, John. It's fine. You have to explain that point I think he in was, any other way. I think he was hurt it's by perfect. how poorly... So it successful. <laughs> I understand, John. It's fine. You know, you can stop there. It's cool. It, the, the big problem is that the jokes go on too long. Like... They take some of the things from the self-titled album. It was a mega hit. You know, the, the little part about, you know, that is Bach and it's rock, like really tight and brief yep. in, in the album. But it drags in that opening scene with when JB meets with KG and like the cock push-ups thing drags. So they go back to the well, but then they're like, you know what? Let's squeeze every drop out of that well of some of these jokes. Mm. And it's like, there's the joke. It's made. It's funny. Let's move on. Like, no, we're going to kick this a few more times down the road. And it just stretches longer than it needs to sometimes. Yeah. And, and like with how, like, I guess when you look at how good that first album was with those vignettes yeah. between the songs, they didn't one, overstay their the welcome. One, the one note song, the drive through, like there was so much there. Not that you wanted to hear them do the same stuff again, but like coming up with something new, like they could have had these little vignettes that were memorable. A follow on from that album even. Yeah. And, and like just scenes that you'd be like, oh, I'm going to YouTube that scene because it's a self-contained thing that has nothing to do with the rest of the story, but it's like hilarious. Like if they did like the drive through one, especially... I wouldn't mind it if they almost did that word for word in the movie, but seeing that like with yeah. Jack Black's facial animations and his rage that he'd have in the Cutlass trying to order half Coke, half Dark Coke <laughs> in this movie somehow while they're driving on this quest would have been hilarious. Yeah. So, but- so it's, it's kind of missing those little nuggets. And I think... It's Liam Lynch's fault. Yes, Liam Lynch's fault. But you but have, he's like, whatever. You have little bits of that where like, for example, they're trying to record a masterpiece. And they have this little back and forth, and then it, like uh, Jack Black gets mad that Kyle didn't hit record, and that's like a little example of. I think it could have had a lot more of those type of scenes through the movie, that just are like an, an a funny idea that's turned into like a, a a comedy gold. But instead, they got a bit carried away with like, okay, we have to go from this big sequence to this big sequence to this big sequence, and it just there's some shortcomings in that scripting that make it feel a bit flimsy. And one of the things that I got the feeling of in this, which is almost like one of those 2000s moments, is that they were almost attempting to make a cult classic rather okay, than yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than like a, just a, a good movie. Mm. And it, it, it comes across like they were a- attempting to go for that like Super Troopers kind of like thing or like... I can't think of any other examples. This is better than Super Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they were almost like, um, popularity be damned, let's make this yeah. for the Tenacious D fans or something like that. Whereas I feel like it could have been like a legitimately better film if they did try to go more mainstream. And, and it's weird to me when you've got Ben Stiller involved in a yeah, producing capacity 
why didn't he say more about the direction of this movie? It's like, no, let's cut this out or, or change the writing or the interaction here or the dialogue to further elevate it. But he's just like, I did my, you know, shady guitar text, you know, cameo and I'm out. And, and that was phenomenal, that was by the pretty way. pretty good. Phenomenal, <laughs> that, by the way. That's the kind of scene that... It- could have had more of. yeah that's what yeah. i mean yeah, that was a good yeah, it was a good scene there it was funny yeah. i think i didn't realize how long it went for and i thought it was really good it just kept going and riffing yeah. it was good it was phenomenal but yeah more of that yeah, yeah. maybe then they had been stiller for that day yeah. and he had to go off and shoot along <laughs> came polly or something like yeah. that i don't know but i like it we talk about i'm just thinking about this movie now we're talking about the budget like this movie has a lot of sponsors there's no way they would have done this movie if it wasn't held at guitar center and gibson hadn't thrown a billion mm-hmm. guitars and all this stuff at it so I think we talk about mm. like we spoke about that i just remember like all the product placement now watching this movie it's pretty pretty egregious <laughs> but um still a good time yeah 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 okay uh the next question is who would be most offended i had i didn't write anything down for this because i it was pretty inoffensive yeah i think unless it was. you're like some like hardcore really religious person that just the idea of the devil is offensive or something yeah then i think you're probably fine There's, there wasn't any like slurs or anything no, no i didn't like, think there was either i thought it was i was we were worried about that rewatching it because i think like almost in like school of rock it was a little bit like you wouldn't you, that wouldn't happen anymore like a bunch of the scenes and like some of the stuff he says just wouldn't go go down now but like the only people they're making fun of is themselves and mm-hmm. the the kind of characters they're portraying and so the only thing that they say offensive is the only people that would find that offensive is themselves. Yeah. So I don't think they target anyone. It's not like, I think it's actually pretty inoffensive and therefore I don't think anyone would be that offended. I mean, probably people that like want not more substance to maybe. a movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> purists would say, yeah, but, but like, like not- anyone that's watching this movie isn't going in there for a Schindler's List experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they know what they're signing up for. You'd think. <laughs> Schindler's List. You know what I mean? Like, could have said Shawshank Redemption would be slightly more dumb anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining the the like Tim Robbins super fan that's like going through like I watch every Tim Robbins movie. Yeah, doesn't matter. Like I watch every Tim Robbins movie. They watch like Shawshank. They fell in love with him from Shawshank. Yeah, and then they go, oh, Tim Robbins is in Tenacious Deep of Destiny. He was also makes- in Nothing to Lose with Martin Lawrence, which is about like criminals down on their luck. Is that worse than this? No, it's better. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's like it's just too many too many dick to- like too many dick uh, dick jokes. There was so like I love a good dick joke and crass and lowbrow humor, but they they were like pounding the genitalia jokes in this movie. Yeah, some of them landed, some of them like come on man, let it go, no more. But I guess he's lived alone for the last fifteen years. He was a child out on the road, you know, just mm. earning a crust. I guess maybe busking. I'm yep. assuming that's how he made his money as a kiddo, making his way to LA. Yeah. So. He didn't know how to be yeah, an adult. Man. All those so, cock push-ups paid off in the end. Yeah. But like, you know, they didn't even lean into from the, the self-title. That was like, how many do you do? Like, you know, one is all you need. <laughs> they didn't really even lean into like that little banger. Yeah. I guess it's hard to be balancing like fan service with that kind of thing. Yeah. Like the, the end of the movie alludes to tribute a little bit, which is, it's only an, a small illusion. We don't than, even get a bar of that song I know, though. I know. Just get the devil's lettuce blown into the screen and then cut to credits. I'm like, oh. Yeah. They, okay. could, have, they could have turned that that horn into some guitar picks we yeah. decided to. <laughs> I thought it was a good use of the horn. I've got to, that's one thing that irked me too as far as holds up the worst. Yeah. 
so you don't watch this movie for the plot, but I, I tend to pick apart plot <laughs> I mean, and inconsistencies. Yeah. And the fact that all these bands coexisted at the same time, like when he when he pulls out all the magazines and like, look, they're all using this pick. I'm like, there's one pick. How are they all using this pick at the same yeah, time? They lost the pick. They've passed it on on tour. You know, they've written. Some but the music quality sounds like every ACDC album still sounds. I'll the same. cover that and say like they used the pick to write the music. Oh yeah. But then how they perform it live? Well, because they were already a good guitarist. No, but the pick ascends their skills. It was confirmed and spoken about in the movie. I'm not going to comment here. I mean... Well, I, like, <laughs> I can play, like, ACDC songs. It's not like it's, like... Not them. with the vigour of Angus Young. I don't pick you in a little school uniform. Do you no, want no, a little... No, no. I'd, love to, I'd love to say it. Yeah. <laughs> to be... Actually, I'm going to say that John can still prove us wrong on this and that uh, I'm waiting for Adonis to whip, whip out the SG, put Get on the schoolboy uniform and... Get the guitar. Get the guitar. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, there was, you know, we won't, we won't scrutinize the canon and the, 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 the timeline. Too I much. will. If you want to talk more about that, hit me up. Yeah. You can uh, hit me up as well, everyone. I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> it's really good. We'll, we'll move on to, uh, does this pass the internet relevancy test? Because I think it certainly does not. Yeah, I what? I no, like we're talking yeah. about like memes and GIF usage. Like, C- can I just say I used a juicy GIF like two <laughs> weeks ago? <laughs> Did you really? Juicy, you know when he's talking <laughs> to Sassy. Where, where did he's you on the use this? I told some my mate JB. I dropped a juicy. It probably he yeah. got it, and like no one else would. But I got it. You haven't me. Been, look, we're in a, the three of us are in a group chat. I never yeah. seen a tenacious DJ. Okay, fair enough. I've never seen a meme or a GIF <laughs> like. Tenacious D to a degree with some of their lines are yeah. internet relevant, but not specifically from this movie. There's not really any jokes from this movie that I can think of people referencing. Mm. I also want to ask, so Tenacious D have three or four albums, is it? Yeah. Where does this, there's, so there's an album that coincides with this movie. Yeah. Where does that rank amongst the rest of their albums for me it's like up there because the it just like it was the first one i heard and it just like ticks all these boxes oh, okay. i think the, the one previous to this one is more like actual like music comedy because mm. it stands on its own as a music comedy record yeah whereas this is a soundtrack to the movie okay. so i think like musically this has a bit more like diversity <clears throat> in terms of like songs there's heavier songs and there's fun songs and there's all these different songs but yeah then the one after this i didn't really uh get into too much i haven't even listened to the one after the phoenix this, one i know there yeah. was like a Quite a phallic. Was it uh, Rise of the Phoenix? Or something? Yeah, and then there's one after that. They released that instant. They they did all these um like animated stuff on like Jesus YouTube. Yeah, Christ. yeah. So I think maybe there's like two more after this one. So yeah, I don't I don't know. They're all um sort of in that pile of tenacious D. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, could you? No, sorry. How would social media and modern smartphones change this movie? Probably wouldn't because neither of them can afford to get a mobile phone yeah. plan anyway. So, yeah. you know, the plot wouldn't change too much. Like, there's nothing that they're trying to achieve. You know, their, their goal is to drive to the the rock and roll history museum to steal mm. this pick, which is several miles up the road from their house for all intents and purposes, but they go on a you know, yeah. bit of a detour. So, One thing that wouldn't work is when Kyle convinces the frat girl, or the sorority girls that... He's famous. No, I no, I dis I disagree there because <laughs> they would Google him. You could vouch for this too. When people say they're musicians, there's an immediate aura about them, and even if they can barely play a chord, a lot of people still find them more attractive than what they are. Why are you saying that? How can I? How can I vouch for this? You got a lot of gigs. 
Yeah, but like no one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But the, if, <laughs> if you said you were being inducted into the Hall of Fame or whatever, you probably got a bit of chops on you. You know, be like, like, oh, oh Wikipedia page. Like, what's on. the name of your band? Let me look you up on like Spotify and see how many listens you have. Yeah, but like that they they showed the the stereotypical college girl who's sure. there part of the cheerleading committee and whatever else and she was just soaking up the aura like if some elderly female came to you and just said i'm getting in, inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame and she had a bit of swagger and confidence cool you, you oh, naturally want to take people on there especially yeah. if you're talking to them it's not like hang on john i'm just gonna get my phone out and be rude and google you like you do that off scene yeah. <laughs> but they were always together <laughs> I'm going to give it to him now. He's really committed to this, John. There's no denying They drove it. in separate cars. No, they didn't. She went with him and she pulled the boobs out and flashed Jack Black oh, on the side of the road. Okay. They're all in the Cutlass. There we go. Because you see the block. Oh, that's the only set of boobies. The other thing. Apart Jack, from KG's boobies. Jack Black's really good at throwing rocks. He's a crack shot. <laughs> <laughs> hits the tail light, hits the security camera. <laughs> Somehow the security camera sparks when it just hits the lens. Even yeah, though the lens like all those technically part of that guitar camera. cabinets just spark, even though it's just wood. And just hit yeah. it. You can count on Brendan to have insights on security cameras. Oh, yeah. I have strong opinions about irrelevant things a lot of the time. But uh, So could you make this movie today and how would that look? Yes, on YouTube. I really, I don't on think, YouTube. Oh, honestly, like, not yeah. Even, not even on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I reckon it could do a Netflix release. I don't know. Like, I don't. I just don't think this would be a cinema release, but I think it could get released. I think Netflix would would yeah. pay for a sequel to Tenacious D2. God, if, if they're making sequels, I know we've been pounding on this movie just because of the connectivity thread through Comedy Rewind, but if Super Troopers can get a second and potentially a third movie on the way, this movie can get more... Because what was was it Drunken Lizard? What a Broken yeah, Lizard? Drunk, uh, yeah, Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard. Like if they thirsty who, lizard, I don't know. something, <laughs> something, something lizard. lizard. Like if they have enough yeah. clout and hungry hunger of a fan base, yeah. yeah, Jack Black could pull people into this to do, yeah, multiple movies. Yeah, you sold me. I'd I'd watch it. I would too, but I'd want to watch it with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I would want to watch it at least with Matt. Yeah, at potentially least. inebriated to make it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far out. Well, Jack Black, what are you doing? Get off your horse and write another movie. Yeah, come on. You can't have a bomb if you're it's one on from Netflix. one from one. You know. You, you know, know he keeps calling his director and saying, "Hey, we should make a movie." And you know what his director keeps saying? Oh, uh, what does he say, Brendan? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't bomb on Netflix because there's no box office. So yeah, he's got yeah. nothing to be afraid of. And they can't be cancelled after one season because it's just a movie. So they've got nothing to lose. Just do it. That's it. Uh, it's time for the Steve Buscemi Spark Plug Award. Steve Buscemi. A real spark plug. So there's a few nominees. We have mentioned, a lot. This, this we've is... mentioned some cameos that, yeah. Yeah. But the ones that we haven't mentioned so far is uh, Paul F. Tompkins, who plays the, uh, well... Kind of plays the devil, but plays it's the gig the, promoter. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And I know him from like Mr. Show. I don't know if you ever watched that with Odenkirk and David Cross. That was their sketch show in the 90s. And I think he's in that like comedy bang bang world as well, mm-hmm. which is connected to this film somehow. Like um, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang wrote like an early draft of this movie that. They got scrapped. I'd like to see what the, the earlier drafts were like. Must have been pretty bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he, he, he was good as that gig promoter. You've obviously got Fred Armisen, the security guard, Amy Poehler, the waitress, Tim Robbins, 
who we mentioned already, John C. Riley of Sasquatch. I want to give this personally to Ben Stiller as the guitar tech because, you know, it starts with the the shot of the back of his head with the long hair, and I'm like, who's it going to be? It's going to be someone famous. They always start with, like, obscuring their face when it's someone famous. And it's Ben Stiller. He's got the massive chops. And uh, I feel like that's where Matt Stallone has pulled his, like, visual appearance from. It's, like, inspired by Ben Stiller's mm-hmm. character in this film. If you let the hair out, maybe there's a bit of curl yeah, to it. Pretty, pretty close to <laughs> it. He made a permit because he, he had a bit of curl yeah, going. Yeah. He gotta, was a bit light on the top as well. I've got a thick mane at the moment. Yeah, but you uh, get it froey, a bit froey. But yeah. he was so good at, as that character. He was committed. It, it's between him... Like, and, and robbers really... He dials it up. Yeah, and even like even though Amy Poehler was only in a very small part of this movie, she was committed and played that role pretty deadpan in that part where they were talking about the free refills and she was just no-selling that line so well. But yeah, I'm with you. Ben Stiller as the guitar tech taking him into the closet with the, the, the lighter to give him the ominous, ominous story and he's you know learns Latin and everything. Yeah, yeah. Goes to Rome for six years to follow up this story. It was great. It was a whole yeah. thing. And one of the better parts of the whole movie. See, I'm with you. Yeah, um, I wanted to say something different. I thought you guys were all going to go a different path, but no, nah, it's Ben Stiller. It's so good. He commits. It goes. The scene goes for ages. He does like a massive, like it's a huge, like one take, just like his whole story to find the pig. And he ex- that's actually really where the movie sort of starts, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, now nah, Ben Stiller. And he, it feels like a Ben Stiller scene. Like it feels like he probably wrote that yeah. dialogue for him, his own character. And I think the movie could have had more of that. Yeah. kind of thing running through it but um yeah he's he's so good the fact that he like took that long to translate it because he didn't want anyone else to yeah why didn't you show a translator <laughs> then they'd know the story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which made sense i get it i get it yeah you only want the pick for yourself but then he doesn't ever get the pick all he had to do was go to the rock and roll hall of fame yeah and he knows where it is but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah the security system is yeah, too yeah. high tech or whatever could just went up the road yeah okay we're up to the last question. It's going to be divisive. Is this still a good movie? Was it ever a good movie? <laughs> Matt, you, you don't need to think about this. You can say it's good. Oh, like, it's hard now that I've rewatched it. <laughs> uh, if I hadn't watched this movie a billion times and it didn't hold a place in my heart, it would be a very different opinion and review of this film. But, like, I had an awesome time watching it. I can't, I can't, for me, this is still a good movie and I will, this won't be the last time I watch this movie, that's for sure. It just, yeah, it holds a special place in my heart and it, it for me, it is a good movie. That, that's, that's, that's all I yeah. can say on it. And that's fair. Uh, yeah. who, who would you recommend it to if, as far as people who've never seen it before? Yeah. So 14 year old Maddie, I recommend it to him. I don't know about anyone else who would probably love it as much as me. When four, my my friends, friends. Yeah. my yeah. I don't know. My mates, when we're watching it together and I've had a couple of cans and whatnot, I think it's, I could, I could, I could make it a good time. Mm. Um, I think like if anyone's into just like heavy metal, drinking beers, smoking a bit of something and having a good time and not really caring. And I don't think you yeah. would have a bad time, I think. I think if you knew if, if, if you knew all of the little references and everything that made it together, I think it would be enjoyable in some way. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's basically it. It's pretty niche. It's pretty niche. Yeah, Slim pickings. I, I think if you're either a huge Tenacious D fan, not just like a casual Tenacious D fan, or really into the, the lore of yeah. metal, 
I, I can see that people watching this for the first time and enjoying it. Um, if you're just a general fan of, like, not not one of those things, but still like a general movie goer or fan of comedies, or maybe you're a fan of Jack Black, even still, I, it would be harder to recommend mm. watching this in 2021. I think, it's, I think it's dependent on the scene. Like, if if we were like you're watching it together with a group of friends, you're feeling a bit yes. fast and loose for whatever reason, yeah. and you set that expectation early. Where if you're doing it a rewatch and you got friends watching it for the first time, we're like, it's not a great movie, but we're gonna have some fun, and yeah, you you're having a few beers or whatever it might be. That'd be a good watch. But if you're sitting at home by yourself. <laughs> straight lace going oh i'm a fan of jack black i love shallow hell and you put this on you're not gonna have a good time so yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. glad we watched this together but even yeah. still it would have been better with stallone oh yeah yeah we missed we missed the the superstar over there that's for sure <laughs> sorry fellas you can rent me anytime watching this movie with me is still a good movie fellas that's all that's i got it. to say yeah i i can confirm that i enjoyed the rewatch of that last 35 minutes mm. today it was much better than last night definitely definitely all right, well, dear listeners, thanks for joining us. You can, of course, subscribe. You can rate and review, share the podcast with your friends, but especially in Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Uh, if you want to really get behind 8-Bit and all the podcast content we're doing, you can head over to our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash weare8bit. That's A-T-E-B-I-T. And that's where you can chip in just a few dollars a month or even $1 a month if you're really scraped for cash but still want to help us out. And you can... Mm. Uh, pledge your support and get something in return. We've got some, still got some 8-Bit Founders coins to hand out. Still mm-hmm. got the Star Wars family portrait you can be part of if you want to uh, be immortalized as your favorite Star Wars character. So head over there and check that out. Brendan, what can you tell us about the merch? The merch the is merch. fantastic. Far better than this movie. Um, <laughs> and it will withstand the test of time and recommend to everybody. But uh, shop 8-Bit.net, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, baby wear, kids wear, pet wear, baby wear, drink bottles, coffee mug, you name it, it's there, shop8bit.net. Really, really good uh, geek culture goodness. And also head over to 8bit.net forward slash win to get your entries into the 2021 biddies. That is our end of year awards. Uh, we're mm. giving away over $1,500 worth of swagger courtesy of Audio Technica. And this handsome devil on the other end of this microphone. And also a heap of 8-bit oriented stuff. So swag that Jono mentioned as well as games and DVDs or Blu-rays of our favorite things of 2021. Maybe we'll chuck a copy of The Pick of Destiny I've in. i two copies. For the Someone winner. can have one of my... No, you can't. Can we get it. a signed copy signed by Matt Stallone? <laughs> yes. Can you... If you'll do... We'll, I'll buy one. You, you can, can sign one. it. Yeah. put it on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get that. So yeah, 1500 bucks. 8bit.net forward slash win. Going to take you a couple of minutes to chuck your entry... Uh, to put your responses in for your nominations and your entries will be shuffled in and winner will be announced middle of December. 1500 bucks worth of stuff leading up to Christmas. What more could you want? Yeah, for sure. You can find that also over at um, on Twitter at WeAre8Bit. Brendan, where can we find you? Uh, find me at Brendan8Bit on them socials. You can catch me at Jono himself. Uh, Matt Stallone is uncatchable. 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 Unless you want to watch Tenacious Day, The Pick of Destiny, <laughs> in which case just put the smoke signal in the air <laughs> and I'll be right over. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listeners, thanks again for joining us. And uh, until next time, be kind.